Hi, this is Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. Today I want to discuss the new inter- Internet Sales Supreme Court decision in South Dakota Feast Wayfair and the impact it will have on you as a consumer and potentially uh, retailers selling online. So it's a very interesting decision. Um, just came out a few days ago, Supreme Court decision, South Dakota v. Wayfair, Inc., and it basically overturned the Quill Corporation v. North Dakota case um, and uh, the important proposition that internet sales from online retailers that don't have any nexus or connection to that state are not subject to sales tax. And that's been pretty much the cornerstone of the internet um, sales marketplace uh, since that court case in 1992. And it's been something that obviously the big box retailers uh, and states have had an issue with because of the huge amount of lost revenue. Um, since the internet has obviously grown considerably from 1992 till today, and uh, you know Amazon's a great example. Um, there's obviously been a lot of um, pushback from states and uh, brick and mortar retailers who feel like they got the short end of the stick because they've lost potential sales uh, because you can get things cheaper online, and states obviously lost tax revenue. So, you know, for example, Amazon has 119 billion in revenue. Uh, making it bigger than pretty much all the largest traditional retailers. So um, it's something that has caught the attention of many states, and South Dakota decided to take a stab at it, kind of a, a sibling rivalry with North Dakota, and they, they took an approach to get to the Supreme Court. They, it was basically a lose-lose approach. They, they lost on purpose in lower court in order to get to the Supreme Court. And what they did a little differently is they basically added some thresholds because one of the pushbacks for the uh, retail or, or lack of sales tax on online retailers is that it would hurt the, the small guy, someone who just sells you know, a couple pairs of shoes on eBay into a state or a small retailer that you know, sold, sells five T-shirts to North Dakota. Uh, it's too much of a financial burden to, to comply with all these sales tax requirements. So what South Dakota did very interestingly, um, and it's a smart state, and Marty uh, Jackley, the gen- attorney general, kind of took the lead on this, is they basically said, listen, if you have less than 200 transactions uh, or less than 100 grand in sales in that state, you don't have to comply. So the Supreme Court, I guess, thought that was more reasonable and basically agreed with South Dakota and overturned Quill and basically said, yes, if, even if you don't have a connection to a state. So, for example, if you are a reseller in Amazon, you're based in Florida and you sell to Texas, even though you don't have a store in Texas, you have no employees in Texas, you need to collect sales tax at source from that transaction um, if, for example, you if, this, if Texas... Um, uh, established law like South Dakota, where you did more than $100,000 or 200 transactions, you'd be on the hook. So basically, you know, the, the, the pros and cons. So a lot of people think it's unfair that internet uh, retailers have had a huge advantage over brick and mortars because they don't have to collect sales tax. And, and that is, you know, a big advantage. If you buy something for $100, you can save uh, three, four, five, six, seven percent which adds up. And a lot of people um, have gone to the internet initially for that savings. Now, obviously, people shop online for convenience. You can buy it on your phone. You get a huge uh, marketplace of goods where you, you much more than you can get if you walked out uh, to your local uh, retailer. And, and that probably is more paramount than 
saving on sales tax. But again, it, it is a big issue, and states have lost billions and billions, so somewhere right over $30 billion uh, in sales tax, and they basically want in on the game. And now the Supreme Court said that they uh, deserve to be in on the game, and it's going to be up to now the states for each state to impose their own uh, sales tax regime. And people are hoping that Congress gets in and does something federally um, to make things easier because there's so many local, uh, obviously not just states, but there's local municipalities and, um, uh, and, and the like, like New York City and New York State. Um, so retailers are going to have to not just collect state tax, but there could be city taxes and uh, municipality taxes, and it can get really confusing. And uh, I know I have a couple of friends that sell goods on um, Amazon as a, a reseller. So they basically use the Amazon platform, but they ship the goods themselves. And now they're very concerned because uh, prior they were they were collecting taxes in, in certain states like Washington State. But now if, if they're worried that if they do a little bit of business in uh, Idaho or Iowa or Illinois, now they're going to have to spend a lot of money on com- on software to help them track sales tax and transactions and then be responsible for the reporting. So that is an issue. I mean, some people state, well, uh, uh, there's use tax, so people should have been paying this already. Why should the retailers, online retailers, now get uh, squeezed to come up with all these um, uh, expenses to comply with the sales tax? The user who didn't, who failed to pay the sales tax should have paid the use tax, but that's just not a, a, a reasonable explanation. No one's, no one really pays use tax. Uh, it really needs to, the tax needs to be uh, withhold at the sale by the retailer. The question is. Is it fair? Is it fair for a online retailer that's sitting in Texas who has business in New Jersey who has no connection to the state, no office, no employee, no bank account, no mailbox, nothing, maybe never even been to the state, why do they need to collect sales tax without the nexus there? And that's basically the case of Quill Corporation in 92. They said, you don't have to. You have no connection or nexus. Um, Just like a court doesn't have jurisdiction over you if you don't have a connection to that state, the same way the sales tax authority doesn't have connection over you if you don't have a nexus to that state. Now, it's a monumental case. Uh, The South Dakota v. Wayfair, they basically said, wait, um, things have changed. It's not 1992 anymore. Internet is basically the way people are doing business, and it's become uh, unfair for these states not to reap some of the sales tax benefits. Um, now it's up to states to determine you know, a reasonable sales tax regime. Uh, maybe Congress will step in and, and do something more federally on a federal level uh, since people feel that it's their responsibility to um, you know, establish tax regimes. Well, this, the states may feel differently. Um, but that, that's basically you know, what the situation is. Um, and it's interesting just to – you should read the decision. It's very in, interesting. But um, basically, you know, what the Supreme Court justice has said is that as, as the state budgets are increasingly feeling the pinch, um, Anthony Kennedy said the Quill decision caused states to lose annual tax revenues up to $33 billion a year. And the Supreme Court justice said, Quill puts both local businesses and many interstate businesses with physical presence at a competitive disadvantage relative to the remote sellers. 
Remote sellers can avoid the regulatory burdens of tax collection and can afford the fact the lower prices caused by the widespread failure of consumers to pay the tax on their own. So he's basically saying we got to fix the wrong. It's not fair for these online re- retailers to have an unfair advantage. Fair? Uh, what did the dissent say? Uh, Chief Justice Roberts, uh, he agreed with the court's ruling in the area uh, that's been wrongly decided, but he said there was insufficient reason to over- overrule the precedent. Um, I... I'm a little bit on the fence. I understand where the retailers are coming from, uh, brick and mortar. They are an unfair advantage. But the facts of the matter are is they could uh, develop their own online presence. And I think it is somewhat unfair to burden a company that has no nexus or connection to that state and impose tax on them. Even though the consumer is there, if they're not availing themselves of that state by having an office or employee and are simply just sending goods uh, by UPS to that state, I don't think they should be required to collect sales tax. I think it's a huge burden. I think the big retailers are probably going to do it anyways, but for some of the resellers, um, even eBay uh, retailers, uh, it's a huge administrative burden. Now, if states impose uh, rules like South Dakota where it's $100,000 or 200 transactions, or maybe they they say, okay, a million dollars in sales, something where you're not going to, you're going to really go after the big guys and not the little guys, I I may be okay with it. But just like um, civil litigation, uh, a court doesn't have jurisdiction over it if you don't have a nexus to it. And I think the same uh, application should apply. Why should a state who you have no nexus to have authority over you. I don't think it's fair. I understand why the Supreme Court justices are doing it. They want to try to right a wrong because of the fact that online retailers have somewhat of an advantage, but I don't know if this is the right way. Um, I have an issue with states imposing a tax uh, on on a company that has no connection to it. Uh, I do think it's unfair. So I do agree with the dissent, uh, Chief Justice Roberts, but uh, we'll see where it goes. Uh, we'll see what states do, what the federal government does, Congress. Um, it's going to change things up. Maybe prices will rise. Maybe they won't. Um, maybe more people will shop uh, retailers uh, offline, uh, brick and mortar. I don't think so. I think people aren't necessarily shopping online to save sales tax. Just get a lot more choices and a lot easier. Um, but we'll see where it goes. Uh, I think it's an interesting case. Uh, I was expecting it. I think there's been a lot of pushback from the states. The lack of revenue is really hurting them. And I figured um, that this is something that was going to happen. I don't agree with the ruling. I do believe that states should not have the right to tax a company that has no connection to the state, just like a, a, a court doesn't have jurisdiction over an individual that has no nexus to the state. Um, anyways, we'll see where it goes. It's a very interesting case. I think there'll, there'll be a lot of talk about it. Uh, as a tax attorney, I have an interest in it. I used to do a little bit of sales and use tax, a lot of uh, local tax uh, matters. And it's very interesting. Obviously, the internet's different today and so much more widely used than uh, it was in 92. Um, so uh, I kind of expected this decision. I don't necessarily agree with it, but uh, it's not surprising. Uh, again, we'll see how it impacts you and me and, and companies uh, like resellers on Amazon that, that have been very successful, uh, have good-sized businesses, but now have to be a burden with uh, sales tax collection. Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. Uh, follow us at uh, Twitter at IRAFG, Facebook, Instagram. You can email me at abergman at IRA Financial. And uh, thanks for listening, and until next time.